Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We finna talk UFC Fight Night, Luke versus RDA. And as always, go down like, subscribe, and comment your picks for the fight. And as always, this is your host for the show. I'm Paul Pickle Winnem Concha, and I'm joined with You already know, man. It's the one and only kept water boy Savoy, aka the Dom TYE. But everybody knows me as the people's champ. You feel me? I just think it was so nice. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm telling you, best cop ever. <laughs> Worth every penny. Oh yeah, and I got this bitch in Nashville at the cards. I paid the extra UFC at the event. I'm being this bitch. The champ is here, and it was crazy. I was the only one that bought one. To this day, this is fucking me up. I was. I, everybody was coming. People were coming up to me like, "Damn, bro! I, oh, undisputed. My bad. I didn't mean to run into this undisputed. You feel me? I'm over here like, yeah." That'd be me. But, like, nobody else bought one. I was like, damn, but it says six and up, not six and down. Tell them. But one thing, if I was a champion, I would be annoyed at walking around with this belt all the time. Because it's not like this bitch just, like, straps to your shoulder. Like, you got to actually walk around like this all the time. And that gets, I bet that gets annoying as fuck. And it's an extra, probably, like, 30 pounds. Yeah, like I bet that gets annoying. That's why you don't. The only person I've ever seen walk around with a belt that wasn't that after that, like that wasn't like at press conferences and just walked around all the time was Kobe Covington. So like, that just tells you, like, you're not you're not just having this belt for no reason. Like you win it, you're happy, you defend it, you love when they put give it back to you. But boy, you probably you don't really give a fuck about this belt when you get home. But that no real, no real versatility with it. Nah, for real. You see, I'm aware for this. I'm aware for the intro, but I've been scared going back on the couch immediately. That's kind of like a. Well, I'll get into that when we get to that fight. But uh, this card, I mean, it's a fight night through and through. You you can there will probably be some bangers, there'll be some good fights, but you know, a good main event. Eh main card, but it'll get you through until the next pay-per-view, which will be next week. Oh, I said the next pay-per-view was crazy. So this, I need Luke. I need RDA. I need y'all to hold it down for me. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know Luke was still alive, truthfully. This he had a talking. brain hemorrhage. A brain hemorrhage. Uh, he's just, like, I'm shocked he's still fighting, to be honest. A lot of people thought he was retired. Facts. I did not. Oh, they got my they got my dog, Juliana Miller. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the homie. Julian Terrence Miller. Terrence McKinney's fighting on this card? Yeah, he got added to the card. Loki and nice talking point. I was going to say, like, you're t- oh, we're talking about how, like, things get, like, tossed to the side. Like, that's Terrence McKinney right now. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. He must have picked up that fight out of nowhere. Because, bro, you literally fought, what, 290 or 291? One of them. He did a month ago, basically. Yeah, he fought last month, kid. That's crazy. And he got and he got sued. But I guess he has to get his get back. So yeah, this might be a decent little card. They're probably fighting in the little octagon, aren't they? Yep. They'll be in the apex, so they'll be with the little octagon, of course. So yeah, one thing I noticed, one thing Romeo Mack was gonna point out, like you never notice how big it's the difference is how big the octagon is in person. Versus how it looks on TV, like that bitch is huge. Like they got, they, they got nothing but space and opportunity to get it in that motherfucker. There ain't no excuses. Nah, for real. Like, right? What you mean he was on the cage all the time? Nah, bro, you chose to be on the fucking cage, homie. Like, 
there was nothing but space and opportunity in that bitch. So like they find in the littler cage, that means more knockouts. I'm just saying. Well, that boy, let's start off with T Rex. There's no odds for the fight. We're taking on Mike Breeden. I don't know read much about him other than he's ten and five at the lightweight division. I'm hoping for the sake of T Rex, since he is still an exciting fighter and through and through, is that like they're giving him a can and we get to see T Rex get a, a quick sub, a quick knockdown, you know, shows just something to get him right again. That's what I'm hoping. But I have no idea. Did he miss weight last fight? Um, I don't believe so, but I could be wrong. I don't think so. Can't remember. Somebody was a long ass motherfucker that missed weight on that on that card. I was like, mind read you right. But um, I mean, this is a great first off. Stay off of Twitter. Stay off of Twitter. Stay off of Twitter. Get your W. You feel me? Go get your win. Focus. Lock in. Do whatever you got to do. But this is this is just way for T Rex to show that like, all right, I got caught bad two fights ago. And this fight, I was just, I was slacking, I was lacking, I wasn't doing, I, this isn't me. I'm a complete fighter. I'm a person that can handle stuff. And I'm still that motherfucker that was wrecking shit not too long ago. So I, I, I really hope Tia gets the dub in this fight. Yeah, no. And I'm probably going to bet on him once odds are dropped, unless it's some insane heavy favorite. I'm just going to back away because you know he does find a way to lose. Facts. He do. And then we got to talk Polly. Pollyanna Viana versus Jasmine Luciano. Jasmine Luciano has been a wrecking ball that's been stomping shit since she came into UFC. But Pollyanna Viana is the one that everyone's kind of in love with at the moment. She has the Naruto pain eyes on her uh, chest. And like her whole, her whole kind of, I would just say her gimmick is like the whole Nar, uh, like anime kind of style. So like, of course, the UFC um community is loving her right now but it's a pick them on the fight it should be kind of really fun Polly is kind of the underdog here plus 150 so it's gonna be an interesting fight 31 versus 21 yeah jasmine jasmine's dog and she has four she has like 14 or five she has fucking she's on her 20th fight and she's only 21 yeah, but she is, and she fights like she's a dog. Like that's a, she, she's fun to watch. So Pollyanna is kind of like the heart of the UFC right now. You want to watch? Hey man, I love you. I love you, a girl that likes anime. But boy, I don't know about that one. And they're both Brazilian. Oof. Oh no, that one. And she's coming. Wait, so this is at Starweight. So is Pollyanna coming up? Um, I'm not too sure. I don't keep up with WMA too heavy like that. I think she was, she was, um, I think she was a, she was on 115 in her last fight because she just fought. Yeah, wait, hold up. Or is Jasmine going down? What was Jasmine last week? What is Starweight? Starweight is 115? Starweight, I believe, is 115 or, no, it's 125. Okay, so yeah, so Viana might be coming up. I know they be switching weight classes quite often, like for oh. like. Yeah, and Jasmine fucked up. Um, she fucked up Rogan Walker. You know that's my dog from the Ultimate Fighter. Destroyed her dog Walker. It was bad. Killed her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm rocking with my dog Jasmine. Shout out, Paul Jasmine. I'm rocking with Jasmine. Shout out, um, Pollyanna. Though. I hope she comes out with a headband or something. Yeah, Maybe yeah. come out in a in a Kotsky coat. 
My official pick would be Jasmine as well, just because like the odds are really close, but the way that she's been dismantling people, I, I'm not gonna fade her. She seems like she's not fucking around. Kind of reminds me of like a younger Jessica and Andra. Then you yeah, got, yeah, oh yeah, and then you got Khalil Roundry Jr. taking on Chris Dawkins. You already know how I feel about the Dawkins brothers. They shouldn't be in the UFC. The odds being minus one ninety on Khalil Roundry Jr. is insane to me. I know. I know it's a light heavyweight where the power anything can happen and Dawkins was at one point a good boxer, but I don't know, but I'm taking Roundtree all the way and I think it's gonna be by like brutal fashion. I mean, I don't know much about um Roundtree, but I do know one thing is that you hate the motherfucking Dawkins brothers. <laughs> I'm probably rocking with Roundtree. Is this gonna be one of those nights you and me agree on everything? Like kind on. of. I mean it all I don't think we're going to have split pick in, except for this uh, next fight. The main event may be split, but I don't know, to be honest, where you where your allegiance lies. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm rocking with my – I'm rocking with the Brazilian. Oh, you can't go wrong with there. <clears throat> but the main event, we got Luke versus RDA, Brazilian legends, both Hall of Fame status UFC fighters when they uh, give it up. It's a split pick. I mean, minus 125 plus 105 for Luke K. It's a pick em, as close as it gets. I'm rocking with RDA only mainly because Luke K's coming off a of brain hemorrhage. And a lot of people thought he would be retired. We saw his chin. His chin looks like it's gone. And I think I think we're going to see somebody like RDA who's still old, but still like the more spring chicken in the fight out of the two. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely taking RDA in this one just because – RDA is just a person that's aged the best. Out of all these old, out of all the old dudes, he definitely aged the best. He can still come through and put on a performance and really put the paws on a motherfucker. So yeah, I'm definitely taking RDA with this one. But we skipped low key motherfucker Cub Swanson and uh, bro, you think Cub Swanson gets killed by this um this Canadian dude Hakeem? Like, did oh, he fight UFC Canada? A hundred percent. Cub Swanson's is way over the hill. Like his chin's been gone. I just. He used to have the coolest little mustache back in the day. I used to fuck with him just because of his little mustache. Now he's like all bald head man, old man status. But not that Hakeem is the truth like that, but Cub likes to brawl. He's too old to brawl, and it's just the younger talents. In this. It's not going to look pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. But, yeah, I think he gets killed, too. This is going to be bad. I'm definitely watching that one because it's a striker versus jiu-jitsu. Like, <laughs> A little jujitsu. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. But Luke, I didn't know that he was still fighting either. Like, low key, I thought he was kind of um, chilling, especially because, but his last fight was like against, like, not Bilal Muhammad. Who would he, who was his last fight? I think it was Muhammad. No, he got a brutal KO. Who brutally KO'd him? Um, Geoff Neal. Oh, Jeff Neal did give him one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't know he was still fighting. I mean, he has two back, not the best two performances. But before that, my boy fucked up Michael Chiesa, beat the old time Woodley, beat a young Randy Brown in 20. Like, he was on a four fight weeks winning streak and before that. But that goes back to 2019 and 2020 when he, um, his last loss. Yeah, was bro, this is, that, we're reaching, we're going way back. Like, it's like it's looking like this is one of he's on a Tony Ferguson type run. Like that boy looked good not too long ago, but you gotta remember that he's been through some wars and he's really um he's a really he's a fighter for real. So 
Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I might take RDA in this one. And if Luke does beat RDA, that means he has something in the tank left. So I would I'll respect that. it. I respect that win big, even though they'll say RDA is old 38. No, nah, it's I, I just think Luke's done and he doesn't know it yet. Mm, I agree with that too. Like, I wouldn't, I don't think he should be still be out there, especially, but I don't know. But he does have like all the size advantages and the age advantage on RDA. So maybe, maybe there's something in there. There's something that he could set up. Maybe. Oh, shit. Like, that's the card name. Yeah, I but mean, see, that's the whole card. And I think we picked every the same picks through and through. Mm-hmm. I got to tune into the contender series to see what them boys talking about. I think um, I didn't see the last episode of the Ultimate Fighter, but I think they're in the semifinals and shit like that. Now they're figuring out who's going to fight in the finals and all that good stuff. But yeah, UFC, this is the, this is the latest part of the season of the UFC. You got all the fall shows, you got contender series. Power Slap is coming back. I know how you love you some Power Slap. Power, power Slap. Yeah, you love using power. I don't know. Somebody put up the idea that the ultimate next year, next year's ultimate fighters should be the power slappers. And I'm about to say, I'm not gonna lie to you, because that you don't, you don't. I don't know how disciplined you have to be to be a power slapper. So like, I can see some real fist fights going on in that house. Like, whoever really, said that must have been a smart man. Motherfucking bitch. Oh, but there you are. You're back. But this has been another. This is but another episode of the Totally Blitz Podcast. You feel me, man? I'm your boy, Kev Walmart, boy, boy. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pickham with him concert. And that boy is motherfucking on the moon right now. Mother, That boy is on the moon right now. So we appreciate Paul for making it all the way through. You feel me? And we'll catch you on the next one. Totally Blitz, the bitch.